I want to know your thought on Instant Pots. I don't know what that is. So it's like the opposite of a crock pot. Oh. So, like, you put an entire chicken into the Instant Pot, and it's done in, like, 20 minutes. Oh, that's scary. Okay. I also think it's a little scary because, like, if microwaves aren't great, what is an Instant Pot doing chemically? Like, how does this work? But I've had two to three customers come in to ask for Instant Pot cookbooks. I've had friends tell me I need one because they know I'm busy, and they're like, you just need an Instant Pot. It does, like, it takes your food from frozen to done. Like, oh, that was me snapping. I don't know if you could hear that. But, like, super fast. I... And I was like, surely Chris Jensen has an opinion about this. I... I need to do research. Yeah. I have no idea how that works. It's like the new thing. My in-laws were telling me about it of over course, Christmas. because all people care about is just having things done. Like, my favorite anecdote is just thinking about Little Caesar's Pizza. We're never going to get that endorsement now. <laughs> like... I love that their slogan is hot and ready because yeah. those are the only things that you can say about it. <laughs> it's not good. No. Their crazy bread is pretty good. Well, okay. Sure. <laughs> um, I'm not even going to comment on that. But the only positive things you can say about a Little, little Caesars pizza is that it is hot and that it is ready. <laughs> it used to be square. You could say that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> okay. I just looked it up. It's a pressure cooker still weird yeah but like that's that's really normal it's weird that like we're mass producing pressure cookers and like giving those to people because spoilers that's how you make a pipe bomb (laughs) that's that's like the boston marathon bomber used to pressure cooker haven't pressure cookers been around forever yeah why are we talking about it them now though probably because somebody marketed it as an instant pot and then people were like yes i want frozen chicken in nine minutes it's unbelievable Welcome to episode 105 of From the Front Porch, a collection of conversations on books, small business, and life in the South. My name is Chris Jensen, and I am not invited to Valentine's Day. And I'm Annie Jones, owner of The Bookshelf, an independent bookstore in beautiful downtown Thomasville, Georgia. What would Leslie Nope do? A question I ask myself daily, <laughs> maybe hourly. W-W-L-K-D. <laughs> It even has a nice ring to it. It kind of does. Can you get me a wristband? I can't, but we can think about it. <laughs> Imagine one into existence. Um, so next week, this week, by the time you're listening to this, yeah. we are hosting Valentine's Day at the bookshelf. May I give you the history of Valentine Valentine's Day? Yes, please do. Of course, Valentine's Day originated with Leslie Nope on Parks and Recreation. With her mother, Marlene Griggs Nope. That's right. Um, and her dear friends, and ladies celebrating ladies, Lilith Fair minus the angst plus frittatas. That iridescent unicorn. What more? What more could you <laughs> ask Perkins. for? And Perkins. So, Valentine's Day, when I first watched like that Parks and Rec episode, there's a, an episode called Valentine's Day, and I remember thinking, this is genius, because I, like many people, have never loved Valentine's Day. And no, no, I have never loved it. 
In fact, I knew Jordan Jones was the one for me when he did nothing on Valentine's Day, but the next day brought me flowers, or like two days later brought me flowers, and I was like, yes, this is a keeper. Um, I just don't love Valentine's Day, but I do love celebrating my friends, and I do love brunch, and I do love cheesy holidays. Now let me ask you a question. This is something that I have noticed in myself and other people. But many of us are territorial of our birthday months. Yes. Do you hate Valentine's Day because it interferes with your February birthday? I don't because <laughs> because now as an adult, I don't know about as a kid, but as an adult, I feel like that also is celebrating me. <laughs> this is also a chance to be like the whole world is celebrating me with pink and red. <laughs> So, so no, I, I actually think, oh, it's a fun, but I think that's because Valentine's Day really did shift my perspective. So like, I don't know when that episode of Parks and Rec came out, but. Season two, so let's say 2009. So my entire married life, I have been celebrating Valentine's Day, not always at the bookshelf, but I mean, you can't rent out restaurant space, but like reserving tables at this breakfast restaurant in Tallahassee and like took all my girlfriends there specifically asked the restaurant if I could bring my own decorations. Definitely did. Um, brought my own <laughs> decorations. One of my friends caught her menu on fire. I mean, Valentine's Day has a history in my life. That's so Jerry. <laughs> yes, it really was. Beautiful. So yeah, I think Valentine's Day, Valentine's Day, to me, it's just yet another fun thing to celebrate. And in my head, I can be like, we're celebrating my birthday too. That's why I'm hosting book club this month at my house. I'm going to serve cake. Just serve the, the whole month, <laughs> yeah. any month. Yeah. <laughs> so at the bookshelf, what are we doing for Valentine's Day okay, this year? So this is our third year to celebrate Valentine's Day at the bookshelf. In the past, we have only done it as a celebration, kind of honoring our fellow female entrepreneurs and business owners. So we have done um, Valentine's Day in partnership with the Chamber of Commerce. Mm -hmm. This year, I didn't want to do that. I love celebrating my fellow female entrepreneurs but I love our customers and my friends, and I wanted to kind of host, basically host a party, but at the bookshelf. Yeah. So a couple of things we're doing a little differently. We're opening it to the public. We are staying open late, so 6 to 8 p.m. on Friday, February 10th. So if you're listening to this, tomorrow. Um, and we are partnering with other downtown businesses. So our next-door neighbors at Mode and Tolocus Road, Smith Collective, our across-the-street neighbors, Signature Clothing Lounge. We are all staying open until 8 p.m., so it's going to be like a shop hop where if you're coming from nearby Tallahassee or Albany or Moultrie, you can come shop at the bookshelf, but also shop at our other downtown businesses and then go out for drinks at Farmer's Daughter. We're going to be doing a special partnership with them as well. So lots of opportunities to come treat yourself in downtown Thomasville. I love your face. <laughs> Um, so what we are doing at the bookshelf is we are doing a giveaway. Every downtown business that's participating is going to do a giveaway of sorts, but we are doing a pretty big giveaway, coordinating with some downtown businesses who couldn't stay open late, but wanted to participate. And we are having jewelry making by Emily from your maker who works upstairs at Everfan. Mm -hmm. She also owns a side business. So she'll be, um, teaching women how to make necklaces and bracelets and fun stuff like that. We are partnering with a beauty counter consultant who will be doing makeup tutorials in one part of the shop, and we have a photo booth. Our lovely intern, Madison, is a photographer and is going to take pictures photo booth style. We are pretty excited. We did shopping for it this week, and yeah, I'm pretty pumped. 
We'll see. We'll see. Yeah. So, I guess to go along with this, we're having a party for <laughs> ladies, Valentine's Day, mm-hmm. at the bookshelf. So, how are books involved in this? So, my thought is, as a female entrepreneur, yeah, I want to celebrate women. Um, I want to celebrate people who come in our shop every day, but maybe we're not open. We in downtown Thomas, well, you and I both know closes a little earlier. So early. <laughs> so I wanted a chance in what most people consider to be the darkest month of the year. I mean, I think people get sick of winter by the time February rolls around. So to me, this is a chance to leave our lights on a little bit later, stay up until 8, and get people who aren't normally coming into the bookstore mm-hmm. coming into the bookstore. Okay, great. So... I, I love books. I'm an indie bookstore owner, but I know that not everybody gravitates toward my shop unless I can give them something that proves to them that it's worth coming in. So if I give you makeup samples and a treat yourself tote bag and a uterus before deuterus sticker, then I've done my job. <laughs> then you buy a book when you come in. And we're going to have, we have a couple of different things. Like we have a whole display kind of devoted to books about um, ladies celebrating ladies and that leads us to kind of our topic of conversation today because we're going to have a display of what would Leslie know breed which leads to the core question of the episode I think yeah what would Leslie know breed um you should have seen me yesterday in fact I think there was an Instagram story showing me <laughs> jogging around the store with excitement, picking out Were you books. in a Falcons jersey? I was. Yeah, I saw that. I wore a Falcons jersey yesterday. I have so many fun stories about wearing a Falcons jersey. <laughs> I hope by the time you're listening to this, the Falcons won the Super Bowl. Is that this weekend? Yes. Well, it, by the time they listen to this, it'll be over. Oh. It's this Sunday as of recording. Oh, okay. Yeah. Turn, turn on your TV, man. Watch something besides political coverage. Mm. Um, I'm watching House of Cards right now because it makes mm, me feel better about America. Does it? Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> so yeah, I wore a Falcon jersey yesterday and walked around the store picking out books that I think Leslie Nope would pick. So I do think Leslie Nope was a reader. Oh, I, yeah. I think she loved books and Perkins loved books. So we've done a book club fair recently. Now it's time to talk about what, what do these powerful, interesting, smart, witty women read? So I have made a list, and I thought we could go through some of them. Do you have it in a binder? Oh my gosh, I love a good binder. Yeah, so <laughs> I, does Leslie know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I gave the intern and my all of the new female employees who wanted one a binder. You expressed no interest in I a binder. I wasn't really asked. <laughs> you did not want one. I came to the meeting, and everybody had a binder, and I was like, where's my binder? And you were like, did you want a binder? And I was like, not really. And you were like, yeah, no, that's why. I know you. <laughs> I know you binders. I still want to be invited to the party. <laughs> so you can reject me? <laughs> so that I have the choice. So that you'd be like, no, I don't want that. So, so I can say, no, no, thank you. <laughs> I don't need a binder. My brain is my binder. There you go. As I knew. <laughs> okay. So the first book I believe Leslie Nope would have on her shelf is Notorious RBG. Mm, yes, the biography of Ruth Bader Ginsburg. That's right. Supreme um, Court Justice. Yes, Supreme Court Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg, who has, I feel like in recent years, grown in pop culture popularity. Because of things like Notorious RBG. Yes. Yeah. So that screams Leslie Nope. I, in one of the first episodes of Parks and Rec where she's dating Louis C.K.'s character, and he comes in and he asks if the women in her picture, like he asks if... Um, 
is it Sandra Day O'Connor? Yeah. Is her mother or grandmother? And she's like, that's Sandra Day O'Connor. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> and he clearly does not know. And I, I mean, I remember that scene just dying laughing because like Leslie, it would devastate me if, you know, a man I was dating didn't know these powerful women in my in my life <laughs> right. who aren't really in my life, but they feel like they are. Mm-hmm. Like recently, Mary Tyler Moore passed away mm. and that was very difficult for me. It did hurt. Um, but hey, you're going to make it. I know. My mother, um, for my birthday, sang that song to me and changed the words to be about me. Oh. <laughs> it was pretty I'm adorable. I'm going to cry. It was adorable. Um, so, yeah, I have a picture of Mary Tyler Moore, like an autographed picture of her sitting on my dresser. So I get Leslie Nope and her female heroes, and I think this biography that's kind of tongue-in-cheek, but also... Um, Accurate, like it's right. well researched or whatever, but it's also funny. Um, Notorious RBG would obviously be on Leslie Nope's bookshelf. Absolutely, I saw a picture of her and Elena Kagan and Sonia Sotomayor and Sandra Day O'Connor, and it was like captioned like, "How would you feel if I came over with my click?" <laughs> <laughs> I just thought pretty good. <laughs> I feel good about that. Not bad. I was hoping like they could give me. Like, fashion advice, like how to wear ruffles like a pirate. Um, she's always got that, like, lovely lace mm-hmm. thing. Yep. That the new justices don't have yet. The they, newer. Really? Yeah, they I wear, like, straight black. That. Interesting. Maybe like, you have to earn your ruffles. Ruth always has the, I'm sorry, Justice Ginsburg. Yeah, what are you doing? <laughs> has the lace thing. And Sandra Day O'Connor always had the nice, like, big collar coming out. Yes, she does. That's accurate. So along those lines, another book that I think Leslie would have on her shelf is Sisters-in-Law. Yes. Which is this, we we talked earlier this year about reading more historical or biography, Mm -hmm. uh, nonfiction, and this is one that is on my list. So it's about both Sandra Day O'Connor and Ruth Bader Ginsburg, and I'm completely intrigued by them because of how long they've been on the Supreme Court and at what point... They joined the Supreme Court. I just feel like mm, we forget what huge leaps mm-hmm. other people have taken to get us as far as we have. Oh, come. especially those two. Yes. And so regardless of where you fall on the political spectrum, I think you have to acknowledge what a feat to be a female and to have gotten to the Supreme Court and to have gotten on there when you did. Right. And, I mean... Jordan and I were talking this week because I, you know, Jordan, I think would love to be a judge one day, but the, what it takes to ultimately get on the Supreme court is so intense Yeah. and that you have to be a federal court judge first and just all these, all these things. And so I want to read about Sandra Day O'Connor and Ruth Bader Ginsburg. So this is on my to read list. I think this year I would really, if I'm looking into reading more history, historical nonfiction. I think this would be a good one. And I just know Leslie has read this and probably made and read it. Don't you think? Definitely. <laughs> Is April Women's Month? March. March. Mm-hmm. I knew it was coming up. Yep. So maybe that's one of your March reads. Yeah, that'd be great. Um, so that is another book that I think um, I think Leslie Nope would have on her shelf. I also think she would have really anything by Brene Brown. I don't know if you're familiar with her, but Daring Greatly, I think, would be on Leslie Nope's shelf. So Brene Brown, I think, really came into, again, pop culture popularity with a TED Talk she Mm. did about vulnerability. 
And we'll link to that in the show notes because because it's really powerful if you haven't seen it yet. And she is from Texas. She is, hmm, I'm, I'm, I feel like I'm going to get this wrong, but like a therapist, a counselor, something. She mm-hmm. may, I'm pretty sure she's Dr. Brene Brown. Um, but she has written these books about vulnerability and kind of how to achieve. They're like... I hate saying, I always hate saying self-help books. They're personal growth books, but they're educated and interesting, and she is educated and interesting and smart. And so I really, I like those books, and I think Leslie would like those books. I think so, too. Yeah. Uh, Another one is Happy City, which we have tried to promote here at the bookshelf. Leslie loves her community, Mm -hmm. and whenever I feel like... Like, I don't belong in Thomasville, or maybe I'm having a hard time fully enmeshing myself in this smaller community. I remember that Leslie did it. Of course, Leslie was originally from Pawnee, and I think... Although she was born in Eagleton. (laughs) That's right, born in Eagleton. Um, So, I kind of look to her for somebody who loves where she lives. Mm -hmm. And we live in a culture, I think, where it's so easy to think, oh, I would really fit we're constantly bombarded with right. other places. And Jordan and I just got back from vacation in Philadelphia and New York, and I feel like when we travel, sometimes it's easy to say, oh my gosh, like I would fit here, or I wouldn't fit here. And Leslie, no matter what, loves Pawnee, to the point where she keeps staying there when she has opportunities to grow her right. career and leave. So Happy City, um, This Is Where You Belong, basically books about loving your community and fighting for your community. Leslie obviously works in the Parks and Rec Department, ultimately becomes some kind of city official, but... Ultimately, I think, becomes the director of the National Park Service. Yes. And maybe the president. Yes. That's unclear, and I oh, love yeah. that they left it unclear. Spoilers? Yeah. <laughs> this show's been off the air for like five years. People might be drawn to it after we talk There's about it. There's an expiration it. date on spoilers. All right. Fine. <laughs> um, but yes, so but she starts off as a city official, kind of conducting these focus groups and meetings about parks and about how to make her city better. Jordan and I love when she, like, is advocating for a soda tax. And she's like, and this is the child size, and it's the size of a small child. (laughs) (laughs) That's a gag that we just find to be hilarious. like a five-gallon cup. Yes, it's so funny. So these books that are about building a better community, and if you live in Thomasville, those are books you should be reading because Thomasville, as a small community, is constantly looking for ways to improve and they listen I will say they listen to their citizens absolutely and so happy city this is where you belong the localist I think these are books that Leslie Nope would love and these are books that we're going to have on display to kind of promote what she would have on her shelf I love it and you know that she's behind the rogue National Park Service Twitter account. Oh, yeah. I fully <laughs> believe that. <laughs> Bad hombre is NPS. <laughs> I totally believe that. I showed that to Jordan. I was like, look, Leslie's alive. <laughs> so good. Um, any others? Okay, so another book that, of course, Leslie would have on her shelf is a book about Valentine's Day. Mm. So we've reached a point in our culture now where we have Valentine's Day cards, and there is this really cute book out right now called Valentine's Day, and it's 20 hand-drawn cards. And I remember when my sales rep kind of told me about this book, and I was like, we need 10. And she <laughs> looked at me, and she was like, really? are you sure? And I was like, no, no. 
we definitely need 10 of those. Like, it's hand-drawn <laughs> cards that you color, and then you can mail to your friends. But it's things like, you glorious land mermaid. <laughs> and, <laughs> and something about, like, you strong female warrior. I, I just... I love them, and we have already sold several, and I was trying to explain to my sales rep, I don't really think she knew what Valentine's Day was. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't think she knew the origin story. So I was trying to tell her, and you could just see, like, I, who normally order two to three books, six of something if we really want to push it, but to just be like, give me ten. I need ten of those Valentine's Day books. It's like when Magnolia Story was coming out, and you wrote on my clipboard to order, like, get ten, I'll explain later. (laughs) It's like, wait... What? What is Magnolia Story? What is this? And then we sold out, when we sold out easily in the first week of, of 10. those ten, yeah. yeah. Yes, or uh, easily one time, yeah. When Amy Poehler's Yes Please came mm-hmm. out, which I wound up actually not loving. Right. Um, I liked parts of it, but as a whole, I feel like Tina Fey and Mindy Kaling, um, their books I think were a little bit better. But I ordered. I remember distinctly, like, taking a picture because I thought, oh, my gosh, I this is my first over order. Like, I've ordered 12 of these. Oh, yeah. And, <laughs> and then they eventually did sell because I was like, you need this book. Um, because it was, and it was really a cool cover and a, a neat. It's a great cover. And it's a really good book. It's on glossy pages. It's weird. But anyway, so Valentine's Day, it's this hand-drawn card collection. So if you're like me and you love sending snail mail, when my girlfriends moved away and when I moved to Thomasville, all the girls that I originally did Valentine's Day with didn't live here anymore. So I mailed them Valentine's Day packages. <laughs> it's nice to be my friend. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm a pretty good friend. Um, so I mailed them packages of like fuzzy socks and just cheesy stuff that you wouldn't buy yourself. But Leslie Nope would totally approve. And these cards, I'm like, oh my gosh, I need to color these and get these off to my friends before Valentine's Day. Which is technically February 13th. Right. If you want to host your own Valentine's Day. Which is a Monday. That's right. It's a Monday, so spice spice up your Monday. Spice up, <laughs> spice up your Monday with Valentine's with Gal- Day. <laughs> with Valentine's Day. Um, but at the bookshop, it's February 10th, so don't get confused. Don't get confused. We're doing the Friday before. That's right. We wanted to have it on a Friday night because we wanted people... I'm really trying hard... I want the bookshelf to be for Thomasville. I want it to be for Tallahassee, Moultrie, Albany... I want you to be able to come in, see what Thomas has to offer, which is part of the reason we're partnering with other businesses, which is something I think Leslie Nope would definitely approve of. I think so, too. Yeah. Um, so those are some of the books, I think, that Leslie would have on her shelf. I love it. All right. We're going to celebrate Valentine's Day. Valentine's Day. If you're a local, February 10th, it's a Friday night from 6 to 8 p.m. We are partnering with Smith Collective, Mode. To Locust Road and Signature Clothing Lounge. Those are all stores in downtown Thomasville, right on our end of the block. So we will all be open until 8 p.m. We will be having beauty counter consultations, a photo booth. Uh, I know Smith Collective is going to be doing giveaways, beauty samples, all kinds of fun things and giveaways, um, including a treat yourself tote bag and a Friends Waffles Work button, which I'm pretty excited about. In that order. (laughs) That's right. Um, So lots of fun things. I hope you'll come out, especially since we're opening it up this year, so it's not just to the Chamber of Commerce. I really wanted, wanted it to be for everybody. And you're right, it's a weird thing for a bookstore to do, but at the same time, not. But not really. Yeah, I want you to come in and I want you to find a book you'll love. But if you aren't going to wander into my store on your own, I will bribe you there. 
And if you don't live in Thomasville, um, let us know how you're going to be celebrating Valentine's Day. We would love to hear. You can tell me at you can email me at inventory at bookshelfthomasville.com. And if you're interested in any of the books that we've talked about today, um, let us know. We can make them available to you in our store, um, www.bookshelfthomasville.com. And I would love to know if you have books you think Leslie Nope would read. Oh, absolutely. Those are the ones that I came up with, but I'd love to know your thoughts. And you can um, just kind of tag us on social media if you've got a book you think Leslie Nope would love. Uh, that is at Bookshelf Teville. Full episodes of From the Front Porch can be found on iTunes or on our store website. That's www.bookshelfthomasville.com. And always follow us on social media, on Instagram and Twitter, at Bookshelf Teville, to see what we're up to when we're not recording podcasts. Thanks so much for listening, and we will see you guys next week.